0: The Planet Sport Rugby Podcast. Hello, Lynn Flint here and this is the Planet Sport Rugby Podcast where we're all about African rugby for this series as we talk to some of the biggest talents from across the continent. We entertain some serious rugby talent on this show and ultimately we want to get your questions answered. Now today I'm joined by a South African, a Blitzbock and a top guy, Saviwa aka Wapi. Time to get your game face on mate and how are things your end?
1: all good liam good to hear from you again it's been a while and uh thanks for having me on your podcast
0: absolute privilege as always are you looking forward to this have you done much of the podcasting scene as you're jetting around
1: (laughs) sure this is actually my first one eh? i've been on radio i've gone on live radio uh sat on live television as well but this is actually my first
0: um my first podcast the podcast debut (laughs) okay
1: I guess there's a debut for everything
0: (laughs) (laughs) no pressure then well this will be a walk in the park compared to tv or live appearances
1: I hope so I hope so
0: and uh yeah we we promise we promise to go easy on you then I've got to start shakes why do people call you that why is your nickname shakes in the first place
1: (laughs) a bit of a long story um growing up I used to um love playing soccer and um my dad used to coach a soccer team and always used to travel with him everywhere the team went. I was I would go with, and in our um, sneaky little uh, fixtures and tours going around, um, my dad would get like the newspaper. And I don't know if you remember, or I'm I'm sure. Of course, you're old enough to know. That Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're older than me, so of course you would. Um, the super strikers. There was a newspaper. It came with a little comic book called Super Strikers. And okay. every time my dad got the paper, he used to come with that and used to love the striker in um, Super Strikers. Um, and yeah, the striker's name was Shakes. So the team, the players of, of the team my dad coached uh, sort of gave me the name and passed it on to me. So that's how it became Shakes.
0: I was wondering where you're going with that, whether you're actually going to say <laughs> what his name was. Is that what everyone calls you now?
1: Yeah, most people, but uh, my manager here at at the Sevens insists on calling me Sivui, he is adamant about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for your work-life balance, I get that, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, we've got a bit of a packed podcast today, Um, just so people know where we're headed. We're going to talk about the Blitzbot, we'll analyse the Sevens game a little bit, touch on South African rugby in relation to the rest of the continent. It'd be awesome to get your, your views on that and also we're going to play our this or that game bit of fun later on but i think we need to ease you in so if we were going to profile you say i've just come across you now what would be the best way for me to describe you i mean i'm thinking as a player i'm thinking wing you've got some pace to burn you love your sevens bit of a seven specialist <laughs> you know is that the kind of profile that you would give yourself
1: um if you if you say on the field then i uh, yeah, yeah, I love I love running with the ball a bit and um, getting into space. Hence, uh, love the game of seven so much. But yeah, off the field, I'm um, I'm quite a boring guy. Uh, <laughs> Say it like it is, you know. Yeah, very boring guy. who likes to stay indoors and um, do all the uncool stuff. The world or the world deems uncool. So yeah, that's me in a in a nutshell.
0: Hang on, what's uncool stuff? I think the rest of the world would want to know. What do you mean by this? Get specific.
1: <laughs> I guess if you're someone who likes um staying indoors on weekends, reading a bit and um just spending time with um your your family and your parents, I think at my age people would wanna be out of the house, not visit home or or sitting on a couch and reading a book or Yeah out 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 in nature reading a book. They'll probably be think of something cooler um in their own mind, uh maybe going out and enjoying themselves in, in, in whatever way they, they would.
0: But not you. you you're you're happy with out. your book <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, people need to have downtime, people need to relax. That's obviously your thing. Um yeah. I'm sure lots of people will be like, yeah I completely understand that. I completely respect that. I think more people would lean to that than you realise.
1: Yeah, exactly. Actually, I have people who sort of compliment me in that and uh, some people who actually, as you say, uh, understand.
0: <laughs> rugby Sevens is is your thing um, and that's pretty much what takes up most of your time at the moment. So give us a bit of an update for you now. What's the, the rugby calendar looking like for you at the minute?
1: Um, a bit of a less busier year than last year without the Commonwealth Games and the World Cup. But the World Series is um, on full stride again this year. Uh, Started in December playing Dubai and Cape Town. Just came back from um, Hamilton and Sydney. Um, Yeah, it it never stops and they just keep working hard. And um, yeah, I think uh, as most people know, until May when the season ends.
0: I think Rugby Sevens is fascinating. It's really interesting. It's gaining momentum. It's getting more coverage worldwide. You've also got the Sevens World Cup, which you've alluded to last year. But it is all very recent, isn't it? So I'm guessing for a guy like you, when you were growing up 10, 15 years ago, did your rugby dream look very different back then? Because Sevens was completely <laughs> completely different.
1: Much, much, much different. I think, um, as you say, it's 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 only starting to get momentum now and it's relatively new. Um, I think growing up in South Africa, um, a lot of, uh, young, aspiring rugby players would, would, would have had the dream of playing for the Springboks. And, um, I remember myself growing up as well. I, I had a dream to play Super Rugby and, uh, eventually play, uh, Springbok 15. So, but I think, um, yeah, you, life takes you in directions, uh, you never plan and God always has a different plan for your life. So, Found myself in Stellies, and um, I really love the culture of 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 the Springbok sevens in in particular, and really got to love the game and how much space it has and the opportunities to just play with the ball, run into space, and um, the work ethics that involve the game as well. So um, yeah, I think coming here in 2016 that that really <laughs> that really changed. Um, my career path if I can put it like that and yeah at the moment I'm really happy to be here.
0: So would you say you are somewhat of a seven specialist or do you still have like you said you had union ambitions growing up is that still the case now?
1: Um Yeah I think uh, honestly I do still have those dreams and um I wouldn't call myself a seven specialist I think I I enjoy the game and um I've learned how how it works and um yeah I think there's really been players in the same team that have have come in and and and, and gone through the the system that I would really call seven specials but <laughs> I wouldn't really put that
0: tag onto myself. Too humble, that's your problem. <laughs> in my books, if you're good at sevens and you can play and represent your country, you're allowed to say you're a specialist because <laughs> there's lots of guys who aren't quick enough, aren't fit enough there's loads of reasons but but hey you yeah, I'm not going to put words in your mouth that's That's what you said, so <laughs> We'll take yeah. that as as answered, so tell us about that that first call up. Um, how did Sevens kind of enter your picture? Where did that first split spot caller actually come from? Tell us about that.
1: Um, in uh, 2010, while I was still playing at school and representing the academy side, um, the border academy side, which is at under 18 level, um, I, I really had a good tournament in, 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 in KZN when we, we played there and the coach at the time who then bec- became my agent, uh, really pushed that I should eventually play sevens. And, uh, he said that, um, like the way I play the game and uh, how he sees me, he, he thinks I, he thinks I would really do well in sevens. And, um, he, he's the guy who really, who actually really put the seed in my mind and, um, uh, sort of opened my eyes to the game and, 2013 was the very first time I met the seven system in South Africa. Coming in as a, um, ooh, how old was I in
0: 2013? <laughs> well, in maths is clearly a strong point. So <laughs> there's your plan B career. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely not an accountant. Um, I, um, I actually came in in 2010 and just for a training camp. I think it was just for a weekend. And saw so how, how the guys train and stuff like that and actually got the privilege of of joining one of the sessions. And 2013 was the first time I played in the academy and come play some sevens here for the academy. Uh, that's where it, 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 it all started really in 2013.
0: At the time, were you thinking, oh man, sevens, I wasn't thinking about this, but I'm going to go for it. Or was actually, was that something you were really hoping for and it just happened to, to pay off?
1: No, not at all. I think it—it it was something I was hoping for, um, because as I said, after that seed was planted uh, back in 2010, it was my eyes were sort of um facing uh towards that direction.
0: It's such a, a unique opportunity in so many ways, and if you just look at the events that the doors now open for you on those events. You've got Sevens World Cup, obviously, Commonwealth Games, which you spoke about last year. You've got the Olympics to aim for. You know, these are serious world events, aren't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, it's, it's a huge privilege and, and an honour to to be able to to be part of the system and be in this team. Um, I mean, just uh, being able to, to travel as well and be in places that you never thought you'd 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 ever visit um and being able to play in those well known great stadiums like Turkmenem. Um so yeah, I think it's a a huge privilege and an honor and, and, and Sevens has, has given me that opportunity uh to play in World Cups, Commonwealth games and hopefully Olympic games.
0: Yeah, that's it. Hopefully the Olympics are you confident? Yeah. Do you think you guys can get there?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think um anything is possible in the game and i um I really believe in, in in the system that we have here it's proved itself before and um it's all about um working to make it work so uh we'll just have to wait and see how the our team South Africa does
0: very political answer there not giving uh, <laughs> too much <laughs> you don't want to be overconfident but also doesn't want to <laughs> shoot everyone down knowing his teammates <laughs> will be listening to this and I mean, Shakes, for people who aren't aware, they might have been thinking, what on earth are you talking about? HSBC Sevens, what is this? For people who aren't aware of the circuit and how it works, mm-hmm. you basically jet around, play in different cities around the world, accumulate points where you finish each time. It comes to a climax yeah. in Paris at the end of the year. It's kind of like Formula One in a way, isn't it? And that you just go around the yeah. circuit and then you get a winner right at the end. So it could go right down to the end of the season. Sounds like a lot of fun, sounds like a lot of flights. <laughs> and a lot of hotels i mean how is that lifestyle is it just crazy do you get annoyed with it is it just amazing tell us about that
1: and it's a lot of hard hard work and your body takes a,
0: a massive beating from it
1: <laughs> but um yeah i think as i said it's, a, it's 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 a privilege to be able to to do that it's not a right and um i think everyone would have aspirations to visit other countries and get out of south africa just Maybe to go on a holiday and see different countries. So um, we we get we have the opportunity to do that. But um, yeah, knowing the system that I'm in, it's it's always work first. And um, but luckily we do have, as I said, that opportunity to to sort of sightsee and be tourists as well.
0: Okay, let's get on the inside of things. Obviously, there's a lot of traveling so that mean there must be a lot of sitting around hotels waiting in airports lots of in transit kind of stuff i'm assuming yeah so what do you do when that's like half of your life what do you do to pass the time if you're just sat waiting for ages i'm assuming you're going to say read a book or something really exciting but
1: <laughs> <laughs> i guess this time i'm going to disappoint you so the team has um this uh, card game we like to play and that's one thing that sort of builds the camaraderie um and amongst the players the guys enjoy it and yeah if we're sitting at the airport waiting for a flight you'll just see the guys sort of bunched up together and uh playing playing cards
0: who would have thought it yeah 12 of you like huddled (laughs) around all playing cards brilliant
1: sometimes the guys get over eager then you know
0: yeah i bet they do competitive natures spill out (laughs) fights in the airport all that kind of ugly stuff yeah
1: Everyone wants to win in the
0: team. (laughs) I suppose that's probably the secret to your success. Because when you do get on the field, as the Blitzbox, you're always a gun team. You're always going for the championship. It's normally you, Fiji, are quite strong. You always seem to be in the running to win the whole thing. So what would you say is the key to just the consistency that you guys have a squad seem to have, the closeness you have, and the fact that you just seem to churn out results
1: I think, yeah, as I mentioned, how the system sort of has proved itself in the past. Um, I think a huge contributing factor to it, uh, to the success was, um, like the culture of the team and what the team stands for, the standards that are put in place in the team, um, how we carry and conduct ourselves, ourselves off the field and on the field. Um, I think those, um, that identity that the team has um, sort of I would say um, contributed uh, immensely to, to to how the team functions.
0: So when you look at South African rugby it's clearly yeah. in terms of the, the level and the competition that you guys play at compared yes. to other nations in the continent South yeah. Africa is a step above in terms of what it can achieve mm-hmm. the infrastructure just the sheer quality of players as a player yourself in that system do you feel a bit of a disconnect between south africa to then the other teams and actually there's a massive gap there
1: um <laughs> i think as as especially speaking about our team i think we always try to sort of focus on, on on what we try to do on the field and um yeah and also what we're trying to achieve what we're trying to implement on the field so um Sometimes you you get so focused on what you have to do you 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 don't you don't sort of look around. But um, I think um, from the outside people would say that there's um, less competitive nations and countries. But I think especially on the sevens game now it's it's almost it's almost even and every game is tough every. Every country comes um, comes firing against against you, so yeah, it's it's a very competitive sport in general.
0: But then, if you're if you're looking at the picture as like a a continent picture, do you think more could be done to make it uh, a more even playing field, so that when you have Africa Cup, for example, or Gold Cup, things like that, do you think we could close the gap and things could be done, or do you think that that is just how it is, and actually that's okay? um that there is such a difference in the level of sport.
1: Yeah, I think um we 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 are quite fortunate in South Africa that um there's a lot of investments towards the game and a lot of uh, people who show interest to the game. I think South Africa in general is such a rugby loving country and um that's that's the blessing we have and that's that's sort of the small advantage that That it gives us as, as a nation. So, um, I think, um, talking about other African countries as well, they, they, they would also love to be at a certain level. And I think it would only be fair as well for them. So I guess I wouldn't say it's right, but I think with a lot of hard work and a lot of investment in those countries and investment in resources and stuff like that i think that would also make a difference in 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 the level of competition within the country and in the in the teams all around
0: because i mean i suppose on your circuit there's the other african nations we're talking about you've got kenya who are very good and up there you've also got the ugandas i mean those fixtures must feel special in that they they bring a lot of people together they unite a lot of people across africa and to have those more often and on a more you know level playing field that would be great for the the game in the continent wouldn't it
1: yeah absolutely i think um even at the moment like um in other countries regardless of um the results they bring as well i think them um, sometimes when we play kenya on the circuit like there's a lot of Kenyan supporters and people going out there to support Kenya, and I think the more the sport grows in the African countries, then um, the more interesting it would be for for the whole continent and um, the the competition and the growth within the continent and the growth of the sport would would also increase as well. I think.
0: And for you, shakes, do you have like an ultimate dream or ambition? that you really want to nail in the game of sevens before you reach the end of your career one day have you set really specific targets
1: um <laughs> yeah i think um i think i would i would love to play in the olympic games i think being in the system um and having to uh see the sport introduced in the olympics and uh missing out in 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 2016 i think um, I'd love to, I'd love to get an opportunity to, to be able to play in the Olympic Games. But I re- at the moment, I'm really, I'm really enjoying the team culture. I'm enjoying the game and our style of play and the opportunities on the field. And as I said, I enjoy running with the ball in hand into space and sort of working hard with your teammates. So, um, yeah, I think at the moment that's, that's where I am. And hopefully I can achieve those those goals and dreams
0: and you can speak from experience in this is there a different feel when you play against guys on the the seven circuit when you're at a commonwealth games or a sevens rugby world cup does that feel different than when you're just playing in the the HSBC sevens week in week out because it's the same team and the same players <laughs> but i suppose just the event is so different do you feel that even when you're playing
1: yeah i think uh the way they try to sort of dress up the tournament if i can put it that way that's the biggest thing above anything else but it really it really is it really does feel like just uh, another tournament um on the world seven series
0: okay shakes let's change gear slightly um i'm looking at your okay. your instagram at the minute um, <laughs> which uh <laughs> that always gets that reaction it's always like, "Oh no, what have i done what have i put
1: i wonder what
0: I now. <laughs> now i said i wouldn't shame you so i'm keeping my word there um looking at your bio you you put there that jesus saved me is that one of the the first points that you put about yourself that if anyone comes across your page that's what you want them to read right and yeah. why is that information worthy of going in your bio what's the the meaning behind that for you
1: i think i put it there so that people can sort of know it's obviously it describes who i am and the kind of life that i i lead so um i think people who follow me people who don't even follow me anyone who sees it should have that um impression of who i am and hopefully if i get to meet that person i can somehow um, impact that person's life in whatever way because uh, being saved by jesus christ is all about loving on on people and um, just trying to lead a life that um, brings other people to salvation as well so that's what it's all about and hopefully i can achieve that by putting it up there
0: what difference has knowing jesus made to your everyday life. I mean there's there's no point having faith in something if actually it doesn't change anything. So what for you is different now compared to if you were living your life playing your rugby without your faith?
1: Yeah, I think my life really took a a drastic change, a sort of a, a U-turn um from growing up to when I to when I got saved in 2014. I think it's 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 all about living for yourself before you get born again and before you get saved. And you, you, you sort of do what you feel like doing. You sort of get up to whatever you feel like at the moment. And um, sort of, it, it's all about you. It, 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 it's all about you. And as soon as you, you get saved, you realize that um, your life is not your own. Um, you are born for a purpose. And the purpose of your life is to reach out to people Um, and uh, make a difference in their lives, love on them, as I said, and, um, yeah, hopefully uh, be able to get those people saved as well.
0: So if someone listening to this is hearing what you're saying and would want to find out more about that, or if someone came up to you in the street or on the circuit, what would you say? What can people actually do to start exploring that?
1: I think, first of all, what happens a lot is that people, including myself, you don't see yourself worthy to to be saved because you feel like it's people living a perfect life and people who are Christians and people who are saved are sort of perfect or act perfect. But it's actually not it's not the picture at all. It's it's not the case and it's 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 people who are imperfect but live by God's grace and um the Bible says you just Confess it with your mouth and uh, believe it in your heart, and you're saved. So it's as easy as that.
0: It's time to open the floor up to to listeners. I know people have been been queuing up, haven't they, Shakes? Just to get <laughs> to get a piece and to to put their questions to you. Um, yeah, we've got a couple my end, and then we'll. I know you've got a, a few that people have have asked you to share about on this pod as well. That'd be really good. Are you yeah. happy for me just to fire a couple at you and see if you can handle the heat?
1: I hope I can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not allowed to disappoint. That's the one rule of being on this podcast. You got to give the people what they want. Okay, so Jeremiah um, in Uganda has reached out, and he simply would like to know what first inspired you to start playing rugby.
1: I think in primary school I played rugby as an
0: extramural activity.
1: Um, believe it or not, I would just go to training, and 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 I was a lock at the time. Uh, age eight, nine years. So, um, just to show that I never really knew what would become of the game. So, um, but going to high school, yeah, uh, Dale College in the Eastern Cape in King Williamstown, I, yeah, which is a rugby school. I, um, I saw how competitive the game can get and how passionate, um, the school was and, um, sort of people in the school. So, triggered something within me as well. And I think when I started achieving in high school and being able to play for the first team and yeah, those those kind of things sort of inspired me to sort of pursue a career in rugby.
0: Awesome. I think he'll be pleased with that. He's also been cheeky and he sent in another question as well. <laughs> He's <laughs> mega keen. So I think we should reward that persistence. Um, he would also like to know, and this really, I think, speaks out to him in his age group what message do you have or what advice would you have for junior rugby players around the world
1: from my personal journey i think i i grew up being a person who never really had confidence in myself as a rugby player and as a person so i think uh that uh attitude or that specific thing sort of caused me not to dream big so um i think if you in, still in school and would love to play the game it's it's all about confidence and being confident in what you can do and um, sort of being bold enough to dream big and being able to have that confidence of waking up each and every day and uh, pursuing those dreams
0: Good advice sound advice it's hard isn't it when you have no time to prepare <laughs> it's just it's literally just react and come up with something full of wisdom for so many people Brandon um, also been in touch. He's a fan of the Blitz Box, and he's asking, "Shakes, what is your favourite city to play in on the Seven Circuit?"
1: Favourite city, Cape Town.
0: Oh, what a, <laughs> what a letdown!
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not um, in Twickenham, in London.
0: That's so biased. Okay, if it wasn't, if you can't play at home, where internationally okay. do you love going on the calendar?
1: I I enjoyed playing in Alian Stadium in yeah. Sydney, um, but it got moved this year to spotless. But um, yeah, I also enjoy playing in um, in Singapore as well. Uh, so I think it's a nice stadium and a great pitch.
0: That's good. Okay, I recovered that question. It was uh, <laughs> not well answered to start with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Shakes, I know you've got a few. If you just give us a couple.
1: So at Meg Spa on Instagram, Um, asked me a question question is are you a christian and yeah the answer is yes he also asked he's the one who asked two questions so he also asked is it easy to share your faith with your teammates or fans so with my teammates i think as i said we spend so much time together and do a lot of things and um they are around me most of the time and they are the people that See the life I lead. So um, I think with fans, fans are pretty distant a bit, but they're not like people you're comfortable with. But it wouldn't be an issue as well, just to to share to share my face with 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 someone I don't
0: know. Got some strong questions here. Okay, keep going. Who have we got?
1: So the next question is from at Anne Lemnyengo. She asked me what advice I would give. Okay, let me read the question. What advice would you give? your younger self. oh, um, Just believing, faith, having faith. I think um, a lot of, a lot of things happen in life. Um, uh, your life changes as you grow up. So, um, whatever life throws at you or at me as my younger self, um, just to have the faith that things can turn out the way that you um, the way that God said it would so because growing up I knew my younger self used to be a doubting person low in confidence low self-esteem so they're just having that faith uh, that's what I tell my younger self.
0: Very good yeah. under pressure you've turned host which is all good um, you've done that you fielded those well thank you so much to everyone who sent in their questions I know we can get to them all. Um, but shakes a busy man. He's got to learn how to pronounce Instagram names as well <laughs> <laughs> and sort those handle pronunciations out, but we'll forgive him. Um, that
1: means I definitely can't be a teacher. <laughs>
0: so we've worked out that you're not very good at maths and yeah. you're probably not very good at being a teacher.
1: Yeah, no accounting, no teaching.
0: It's a good job you're in rugby, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, on the topic of what you know, we like to just take a, a quick whistle-stop tour of World Rugby, news at the minute, Any anything that stands out. Uh, just a couple of things I really wanted to get your um, opinion on. Obviously, 2019 Rugby World Cup is what everyone's talking about. The talk's been growing. Lots of people have had their predictions. Some big names have kind of waded in recently. So I wanted to ask you, Brian Habana recently um, came out with his, obviously Springbok legend, and he said that he thinks the All Blacks are going to walk it. Not much risk attached to that. It's a pretty safe bet, isn't it? But I just wanted to know, Shakes, firstly, who you think will win the Rugby World Cup this year? South Africa. Okay, is that based on anything other than the <laughs> fact that you're South African?
1: <laughs> Number one, the fact that I'm South African.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Um. Yeah, I know I think the team has been building nicely. I think the, the Springboks have gone through a bit of a dip uh, like three four years ago and i just feel like the past year or two they've um sort of come out of that and started building as a team and i think um how the team is playing and the results that 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 are coming through uh contribute to to why i say that um yeah i think last year was also um a uh, good year for them and I think being able to beat the All Blacks the number one team in the world last year will also uh, serve as a confidence booster going into the World Cup.
0: Yeah I agree with you I think Springboks will definitely be be there or thereabouts for sure it's such a lottery isn't it? I mean you'll remember well Japan beating the Springboks not so long ago exactly. so anything yeah. anything can happen can't it? Exactly. <laughs> that's the joy of the game that's why we love it. Okay, That's why we love it. Shakes, we're going to finish with a bit of a game. Ready to go. (laughs) This is going to expose you like nothing else. Um, That'll Uh, be fine. It's called this or that. So all I'm going to do is give you two options, basically preferences, things you like, and I just want you to answer as quick as you can and basically say which one of these you prefer. Okay, this or that with Shakes. Tea or coffee?
1: Coffee. I started enjoying coffee. Um, when I joined the sevens but I have a lot of tea and I also have uh, a, a tea that I start my day with
0: I was going to say tea's perfect for you sitting at home at the weekend, bit of a book hang, <laughs> hanging out with your parents tea would be great but that's fine okay Johannesburg or Cape Town? Cape Town why Cape Town?
1: Um, I love scenery and I love the outdoors and Cape Town is very beautiful yeah. And um, yeah uh, compared to the hustle and bustle of Joburg.
0: Okay, are you a routine kind of guy or do you like to go with the flow? Routine. So if someone messes with your routine, are they going to pay for that or are you you can handle a bit of a messy life?
1: <laughs> they won't pay for it, but I really try to stick to, to what I plan. I, I, it helps you plan better. It helps you be more efficient and stuff like that. So that's okay. why I'm
0: a routine guy. Oh, yeah, you defended yourself well there. I'll take that. <laughs> okay, are you a saver of money or a spender? I <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what's coming.
1: <laughs> I think I think I'm I'm a bit of both, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, I'm a bit of both, but um I'll go saving too much.
0: Yeah, I don't know why, but I had you down hundred percent a nailed on saver. You seem like a very safe <sighs> kind of guy you <laughs> like your routines you like to just you know be reserved shopaholic kind of thing but hey
1: <laughs> no no but if i if i like something i i go for it that's why I'll, i'm sort of confused about
0: <laughs> okay an easy one for you ketchup or mayo ketchup blitz box or spring box
1: ah, in terms of
0: in terms of <laughs> your (laughs) favourite you're basically choosing between your your sevens team or the springbox team ah let's box okay I suppose you had to say that really didn't you I I backed (laughs) you I backed you into a corner okay um Xbox or Playstation
1: Playstation
0: okay what's your go-to game on the Playstation
1: NBA 2K19
0: yeah you're a big basketball fan aren't you recently Okay, that leads very nicely onto this question. If you could make it in the NBA or you could make it in the NFL, which career path would you choose?
1: I think NFL, (laughs) similar to rugby.
0: I was good, that's why I put it in. I knew you loved basketball, (laughs) but I thought, he's a rugby player, so NFL would be an easy switch for you. People do that all the time.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine trying to dunk over some
0: of the the talents of the NBA game yeah you might struggle yeah (laughs) but NFL you'd be fine just pace give me the ball (laughs) and the money as well you'd be making some serious cash
1: saving it all
0: (laughs) (laughs) putting it all in a trust fund that's what we like (laughs) okay right well shakes, you survived thank you so much for playing that it's always good fun it's been a pleasure we want to hear more about your addiction to coffee There's so much that we can talk about. So we'll have to do this again.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I'd I'd love to, to do it again.
0: The Planet Sport Rugby Podcast. Okay, that's us for episode three of this All Africa series. A massive thanks again to Sheikh's Soyuz Wapi. Do keep us up to date with our social media across Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at PSRugbyPodcast. We also want you to join our WhatsApp community where you can keep updated with upcoming episodes. And even more importantly, as you've seen today, you can send in your questions for our rugby guests to answer live on the show. So do drop us a WhatsApp message at plus four four. Seven seven zero seven 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 six seven nine zero. That's plus plus four four seven seven zero seven 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 six seven nine zero. With your name and where you are in the world. Do join us for our next episode, where again, we'll be getting to know one of Africa's best in the world of rugby. And if you want to listen to this again, anything that Shakes and I have been talking about, you can do on iTunes or alternatively, go straight to our website, which is planetsport.tv. And on there, you'll also find our two other shows, Planet Sports which is for the all-round sports fan and Planet Sport Football Africa, which is as it sounds. So go check them out. But until next time, I'm Liam Flynn and you've been listening to the Planet Sport Rugby Podcast.